Hello, and welcome to Tammy for a Change. I can't wait for you to listen to episode number three with Alyssa Har. Hello, Alyssa. Hello. And welcome to Tammy for a Change. How Hi. are you today? I'm great. Thank you. How are you? I am terrific. So I just want to start by you telling uh, the listeners a little bit about yourself and what you do. Sure. So my name is Alyssa Har. I am a married mom of two. I consider myself a runner, a list maker, <laughs> um, constantly on the go. I am not one that can sit still. So I try to keep myself as busy as possible throughout life. Um, as far as other titles I hold, I'm a marathoner. I am the house chef in the Har house. <laughs> and I think I am a pretty good friend as well. Absolutely. Well, I am so excited to talk to you. And I would like, I, I am in awe of you for running a marathon. First of all, let me say that. Well, thank you. I'm in awe of myself. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That is awesome. <laughs> As we all should be in awe of ourselves when we accomplish great things. Right. How, I want to start by asking you, how do you lift others? Well, um, you know, I am a big believer that the more positive that you can bring into the world, the more others will reflect off of that. So the more that you can create through yourself, it will rub off on other people and allow them to rub off on others as well and then cycle that just sends goodness throughout um, and I try my best to always see the brightest part of the situation you know every single part of your life always has struggles and it's you know if you can see the part that's the I try to chase that more than standing in the dark um I don't know. That's just kind of how I think I would lift up other people. Um, it's always good to send, you know, small gestures of I love you. I'm proud of you to the people who make you feel that way. And to just take a moment to have conversations with people. I mean, acknowledging humans on this earth is what I think we kind of take for granted sometimes when we're in this life of having so much access to digital you know, phones and music and all this, we just lose track of how we're going to look at another human in the eye and just acknowledge their existence. I'm so glad that you brought that up. You know, I, I think that with social media, texting, snap, whatever, all of the technology, Instagram we have, we, we do tend, it tends to be a little less personal than it used to be. I agree. And so I'm really glad that you brought that up. And another thing I want to touch on, I know you're a daycare provider and yes. you also have your own children. Yes. And I, I just want to know, how do you, how do you keep that or instill that in them that we have to have that personal connection? Agreed. Yeah. Well, you know, I think it's a two way street. I think that I, do my best to help them celebrate the small things in life. Um, like, you know, oh, I 
put that ornament on the tree as high as I could reach, celebrate that. We don't do that enough as adults, um, but we have no problem celebrating small children and their things that they're proud of, even if it's not something that you would acknowledge to be a win in your own life. Um, it's really easy as um, a daycare provider to see kids grow up and especially when they're not my own and I'm not surrounded by them, you know, day and night, uh, they come in with a different light and it brings it into your house and you just kind of feed off of it and just want to help them celebrate all the things that they're excited about. Um, and in turn, that kind of makes me feel excited seeing them be excited for themselves. Sure. Um, and I think, you know, you just have to take a moment and reflect upon what you've accomplished. And sometimes it just makes you seem like, you know, my day is not that bad. I can, you know, see the good in something that's might not feel good right now, you know? Sure. And I think uh, my kids, at least they're have a pretty good understanding about feelings and how, you know, words hurt sometimes. And it's, it's easy to let things slip out that you don't mean to say, but at the same time, you know, trying to find those times to build each other up after you do feel blue or you catch somebody giving off a funky vibe, like, Hey, are you, you know, not feeling so hot today? You know, that sort of thing, just acknowledge right. it. And you have the right to feel that way. Um, celebrate yourself when you feel good and acknowledge it and get through it when you don't feel so good, you know? That's great. Yes. I have to share a, a funny story that actually came from your daughter. Yeah. She, we, I said something about her being too little to do something. Oh, yeah. And she said, don't tell me I'm little. That hurts my feelings. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And it was so cute, but you know, it's true. We don't know, just like you just said, we don't know what little thing is going to hurt someone else's feelings. Maybe you call right. somebody skinny rather than slender or slim right. or, and you don't even know, like you said, you have to look at those little things that might make a difference in their life. That Absolutely. might, that might really touch them in a different way. And by the same token, if you know something that's going to lift them up, that's a small thing. That's so important too. Like you said, Absolutely. you did a great job putting that ornament on the Christmas tree. That's, that's terrific. I just think, especially in kids, you feed off of the things that you do right. And it's so easy to, you know, get stuck on the things that you're working on rather than celebrate the things that you're proud of or the things that you do accomplish. Because I can tell you from experience, and you could probably say the same in raising kids, it's, it's more the things that you celebrate that kids are, you know, bound to follow or, you know, change in a, for the better are the things that you're celebrating with them and not the things that you're hounding them for. Oh, definitely, definitely. It's definitely the positive feedback that Absolutely. It's going to get those results. I totally mm -hmm. agree. And you're right. That's whether it's an adult or a child. We feel the same way. I'm sure, if sure a boss tells you, hey, you're doing a great job. I love how you did this. You're going to go, oh, I want to do more of that. Absolutely. And I think it's very important in the workplace, especially um, to celebrate those small victories, whether it's, you know, uh, putting on a great event that's raising money for the community celebrate that you know you worked hard 
to get there, um, even if it's just the mailing you're getting out, celebrate it. It's done. It's over. We don't do that enough. And we're not proud of ourselves enough um, to ourselves. And even saying it out loud, like I could say, you know, I'm, I run every day and I don't, I don't thank myself every day, but there are days when I'm like, you know, thank you legs. <laughs> thank you for giving me this hour that I needed. And I have that. Thank you. And thank yourself because if you can't thank yourself, then how are you able to thank others or the world? You know, that's awesome. I love that. You know, I, um, I totally agree with you. I recently, as you know, I just recently lost some weight and, yes. and I think that, you know, that is so important to, to look at yourself and go, yeah, I'm proud of me too. You 100%. You. You're mm-hmm. doing a good job and, and I think you're doing great, but it is, it's important to stop. And because sometimes I think we get so caught up in maybe beating ourselves up. I know I'm the queen of beating myself up. If I make a small <laughs> mistake, you know, I'll beat myself up better than anybody else stand in line because yep. I'm, <laughs> I'm first. And I think it's so important to, to do that very thing is to say, you know, thank you body for yes burning that fat and thank you yes thank you alarm for getting you know going off at 4 a.m so I get my butt <laughs> out of bed and go work absolutely. out and feel absolutely. better all day long rather than laying in bed and going well I should have got up and then beating exactly. myself up all day long for not getting out of bed and doing that workout well there there's so many other parts of the day too where you just you know have that opportunity to just thank yourself and to stop and just take a breath and be thankful for what you have, because you, if you're breathing on your own and you're walking, you're doing more than what some people can say. Absolutely. It's, you have to take that gratefulness and show it to yourself too. Um, And I think there's a good way that I kind of have done this in the past where I've learned this through, different apps where I've used or just listening to, I'm a big Pelotoner. Um, Oh yeah. Shout out to one Peloton. (laughs) They have given me a lot of um, great affirmations to just kind of incorporate in every day, not just in fitness, but in like life. Sure. Um, Just to tell yourself, you know, I am great. I can run an eight minute mile. I do, you know, have the, stamina to withstand this 20 minutes of whatever I'm doing, you know, to tell yourself what you are, what you're capable of and what you're doing right now is just in itself, like so powerful to move, you know, forward is to make sure that you acknowledge where you are right now and what you're capable of today. That's awesome. One of the questions I was going to ask, and maybe you've already answered it, but I'm going to ask it anyway, is how do you lift yourself? And is that, would you say that's your answer, that those daily affirmations? That's definitely things? part of it. Um, most recently, within the last six months or so, I've dedicated to run at least one mile a day. And for me, that mile for me might be a cup of coffee for somebody else. That's my time where I breathe in and breathe out all the stuff that I don't want to carry with me. And sometimes it is, you know, 10 minutes, sometimes it's an hour, sometimes it's just a second where I just need to, you know, take a breath. Yes. And other ways, um, I've done 
a lot of meditating in the last couple of years too, just kind of just five minutes at a time, trying to think of nothing. <laughs> and as easy as that sounds, it really is one of the most challenging things I think that us as humans can do is to just find peace and breath and nothing. It is. Um, it is so hard to do. We, we yes. have so much going on in our busy world, in our busy lives, and our minds are just constantly spinning. And yes. it's so easy to get off on one little thing and just, I call it spinning, spinning. That's the only way I can, you know, yeah. only word I can use for it. But yeah, we just spin off on these tangents and we're trying to go to bed at night and we're spinning and we're, you know, trying to get our minds on what we're doing in the day and we're spinning. And yeah, it's hard to just concentrate on not thinking and just being there yes, in the moment. Absolutely. Absolutely. And there's one one more thing that I always tell myself and I tell others. Um my favorite quote and this is from her name's Robin Arzon and she's a instructor through Peloton and she's so cool. And her best quote that stuck with me for forever says, stop saying yes to stuff you hate. If you stop saying yes to doing things that you hate doing, your life is going to be so much easier. And yeah. just, it can be, it can be the smallest thing. It could be, I'm just going to stop putting sugar in my coffee because I hate sugar in my coffee. So stop it. <laughs> you know, yeah. something so simple. Stop doing it if you hate it. It's so you true. Know? You know, I, I remember a woman one time and I can't remember exactly where I heard this, but it, it was somebody I knew personally. And she said, Oh, I, every morning I get up and there's these water spots on my faucet and I just hate these water spots on my faucet and I have to wipe them off. And then one morning I realized you don't have to do anything. You know, you can either, either you deal with it and you just have them there or quit hating it and just do it because yep. you don't like the spots. Which ones do you hate exactly. worse? Wiping them <laughs> exactly. off or hating them, you know? <laughs> And right. it was such a small thing, but it's like it was consuming her mornings as, with this hatred. And who cares? Yes. <laughs> you yep. wipe Let them off go. or just live with it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, so one of the things I think that happens a lot, especially in, in young people, not as young as the ones you watch, but especially teens. And then even in their, even in twenties and thirties, I think, and we just continue to do it through our whole life because once we learn how we kind of forget to not do it. And that's comparing yourself to others. Yes. And I'm just wondering, what do you do? You're, you're such a strong, positive person. And I'm wondering, what do you do to keep from comparing yourself to others? What are some strategies that you use? Yeah, well, first of all, I'm very human and I do definitely fall in the category where I can catch myself comparing myself to others, whether that's my body or my opinions or my views on whatever. It's hard to have your own individual perspective or to understand that you're the only human that was made like you. Yeah, um, but it's and it's hard sometimes, you know, especially as a woman. And a young woman, it's hard to feel confident all the time when, you know, you're surrounded by a world of Instagram and, you know, things that aren't always what they may seem. Yeah, um, filters. It's, it's, <laughs> yes, yes. And I'm guilty of it too. I'll throw a filter on there to make my face a little less, you know, crazy. But it's, it's just what I want to do. You know, I'm not serving anyone else but me. 
Um, if there's nothing, you know, on my feed that's not serving me today, I'll unfollow it. Or, you know, I try to remember I've worked so hard to get where I am today, whether it's financially or physically or, you know, more importantly, mentally. Um, I want to take pride in it and own that that work that I put in to get where I am. And I, you know, understand that I'm not defined by what I look like or what I'm wearing or how my hair looks today, but by, you know, the story that brought me to where I am. And it's important for everybody to just kind of embrace that and respect it, respect yourself and respect your hustle that got you to where you are, you know? Yes, I love that. There's a, there's a good strategy that's, you know, if you, if you forget where you came from, you beat your chest and look in the mirror and remember who the heck you are because, (laughs) You are your only, you're, there's only one of you and, you know, you got to own it because yeah. nobody else is going to. That's great. So I'm going to ask you, because I, hopefully we have some young mothers that listen to this. How do you teach your daughter to do that? And I know well, she's young, but I mean, <laughs> going forward, how, how are you going to do that? You know, I, I see, you know, she has on a t-shirt that says girl boss. She has on yeah. shoes that say girl power. <laughs> And I'm like, yep. you know, you go, little girl. And that's hot. Yes. Well, she owns it. She, you know, anything, I give her the, you know, respect to go choose your own clothes. Mm-hmm. Um, I try not to dress her. If she asks me to, I let, I put my input in on, hey, this matches this, you know. Um, but I don't want her to feel like she's defined by what she wears or by what other people tell her she is. I want her to, you know understand that she is who she is because that's what she chose to be that day. Um, And I think that's a lot of what I put into my other daycare kids too, is, you know, I didn't make that choice for you to, you know, throw that car. That was your choice. And you made that choice and it wasn't exactly the best choice, but you have to own it and understand that that's, you know, you made a bad decision and then move on. And the same thing in, raising my own kids is I want you to remember what you're proud of and stick with that. And whatever didn't serve you today, walk away from it because you need to just be able to hang your head high and know that you're confident within who you are and whoever doesn't, you know, want to be around that. Bye. You know, just keep walking. Yeah. Surround yourself with those who bring you up and not those who are going to bring you backwards or, take you in some place where you're not belonging. Yeah, I totally agree. I remember when my kids were younger, I used to always tell, and even my nieces and nephews, I used to tell them, you know, you're going to run into all kinds of people in your life. Yes. And you are going to, there's all these things that they put out into the world. And some of them are great things and some of them aren't as good. But it's your choice. You take all the good from the people that you know, you take all that good and you make it your own. Mm-hmm. And all the things that aren't so good, you leave it behind you. You leave it with them. Exactly. You don't have to take that with you. Exactly. Well, there's a good quote I heard um, listening to a podcast. It was, I think, through a Nike um, training podcast. And I'm not sure who said it, but it, it said, what comes first is who I am. And next comes what I do that enhances who I am. Oh, I love that. So it's that. not, yeah, isn't that so powerful? It's yes. Like it's not, Can you repeat that? What comes first yeah. is who I am. 
So what comes first is who I am. And what comes next is what I do to enhance who I am. So I'm not defined by what I do. I'm defined by what I am. And what I do just enhances who I am. So, you know, and it's hard. They said, you know, the strategy to figure out who you are is you ask your peers, who am I to you? You know, mm. what, what about me, you know, makes you better? Um, or how do I benefit your life? And you, you keep asking and you keep figuring that out for, for you because they can't tell you who you are. You define who you are through yourself. But what you're doing is just enhancing your, your own self, you know? That is and amazing. Yes, it's awesome. It can get so deep in different ways, but it's just something so powerful, but yet so simple that just makes you kind of think. Well, and it's very, I, I don't, I don't use the word irony very often. I don't really believe in irony. I think everything happens for a reason. Yeah. And you saying that is so amazing to me because before I started this podcast, I had listened to a podcast myself and on that podcast, they said to be the best version of yourself. Go out and just like you just said, ask people, what makes me uniquely me? What am I uniquely good at? And several of my very close friends who I've been friends with for many, many years, some of them since kindergarten, some of them since high school, which is a long time for me. (laughs) And, (laughs) And they all, you know, a lot of them said they had, you know, many things, but a common theme was talking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a gift of gab. And, and I thought, what can I do with that to make, leave my mark on the world and leave the world better than I found it. And here yes. I am doing this podcast, doing sure. exactly that. So, you know, what you just said is so huge. And I've asked my interviewees, which haven't been a lot yet, but I've asked every one of them, you know, if you were talking to another person, how would you tell them? Everybody says, be yourself, be yourself, be yourself. But nobody really tells young people, how do you do that? How do you keep from, you know, like when we were kids, it was everybody wore certain things and it's the same now, only they're just different things to wear. It's a different brand. So how do you look at yourself and go, well, I'm okay with not wearing whatever the brand may be under armor for sure week, or I'm okay with not getting maybe I don't like getting uh my nails done so I'm just not gonna do that or whatever the big thing is at the time yeah well I think it started for me at a pretty young age um my mom actually was we didn't we were very privileged growing up I came from a very privileged family thank I'm thankful for that I'm um, brought me a lot of opportunities but at the same time my mom taught me you know we never went to the sale rack that was on display we were straight to the clearance rack where you could get more bang for your buck sure um you know like I was always shopping over there or you know and having a child at a somewhat I would say a young age I was the first one of my friends to have a kid um I was 21 And it was definitely not planned. And it was something that was (laughs) very hard to adapt to at first. Um, But it definitely gave me a reality check. You know, I have X amount of dollars to spend for the next 14 days. What am I going to do with it? You know, I had to prioritize. And for me, clothes and nails and my appearance fell pretty far down on the priority list. So I (laughs) I kind of, you know, had to learn quickly 
Um, and at an age where maybe my peers were definitely not spending their paychecks on, you know, a breast pump or onesies or anything like that, they were out celebrating turning 21. And here I was, you know, growing up really quick. Um, and you know, there are plenty of women in this world who have done it on their own. And I've, was part of that for a while, but I was very blessed to have the rest of my extended family come into play shortly after, um, my son's second ish birthday, I want to say. Um, but long story short, I learned, you know, it's, you are not defined by what you look like. And if I was stuck on that, my son would not be the person he is today because I would have had to, you know, take away what I was giving to him and give it to myself, which I did not feel that was appropriate at all at the time. Yes, absolutely. You know, and there are so many other ways to define self-love and to keep yourself from, you know, getting stuck on what's on the outside. Just remember, you know, what makes you feel good, not what makes you look good is what you're going to reflect back on when you die, you know, and you, you don't, you don't die trying to be buried in the Gucci clothing, you're dying, trying to feel loved and connected to others. And it's important to kind of remember that throughout the life, even though sometimes it's hard when you see something super cute on Amazon and you just want to (laughs) (laughs) throw it in your cart, but you know, you just have to prioritize on what's important to you. And if, and if being the best dressed person at the party is what is important to you today, by all means, do that. If yeah. that's what makes you feel good. But to me, that was never a thing. And honestly, I think that's what makes people more beautiful is that they find that they don't need material items to feel blessed or good or beautiful. It, you know, is what that's they awesome. carry as their glow. Yes. Yeah, that's great. Carry your glow. I love that. I want to circle back to something you said. Um, you said my son wouldn't be the person he is today if I had focused on the wrong things. Yeah. And can you just, what did he, what award did his teacher just give him this year? Oh, um, I'm the most genuine child in the class was the award that he was given I in first grade. I love that on so many levels. Yes. First of all, I love that a teacher would think to give a child absolutely a, an award like that and second of all i just think it's amazing that a child that is you know he, he's at the time was he six yep yep okay so a six-year-old would win an award like yeah be the most genuine person in the room i mean i he think is i think we all should be that everybody should yes. be trying to win that award every day of their life to be the most genuine person they can be Absolutely. Absolutely. He is such a special boy. And I get teared up just thinking about it because (laughs) I'm so proud of him. Yeah, He just, I mean, the spirits that he brings others just warms my heart because, you know, it's just, you can't teach empathy. Either a child has it or they don't. It's not something that you can just force a child to feel, you know, and he has so many feelings and he has so many good kind feelings yes. and he's not been one to be afraid to show them at least not right now and I that's one of the fears I have as a mom of a sensitive boy is how they're very 
what's the word I'm looking for? I wouldn't say set up to be trapped in this masculine world, but they, it, it needs to come to a point where we need to respect this, these emotions that boys have just as we do with, with girls. Absolutely. They, they have to be able to show their sensitive sides and to celebrate that and acknowledge that more than to dig it down. I just think that that's, you know, what is a lot of the stamina of, of mental health in men these days too, is just, they've been taught to push it down. It doesn't matter. You, your feelings are not as important as someone else's. And it's just, it's kind of sad. And I hope that as a parent that I can prevent my son from falling in that degree of life where he would feel like he can't feel feelings that he genuinely feels. Yeah. And to share them. Very true. That's awesome. I, I know you probably have a list, but what was the last random act of kindness you did? Oh, well, I mean, I, I thought about this question a lot because kindness to me means a couple of different things. Um, for me personally, I had a really bad day on Thursday and we were supposed to record that day. And I was telling you that I was like, Oh man, it was such a rough day to start thinking positive. Sure. And a lot of just crazy things happened that day. And while I was sitting at my son's basketball practice, just moping, I clicked on a GoFundMe that my sister had sent me for her friend that had passed away. And I just donated, Mm -hmm. you know, some, a $25 gift, which it to me is not much, but at the same time felt so good to, to me to take my mopiness and turn it into something that made me feel good. That's awesome. And to me, that was kindness more to myself than it was to even the benefit that I was giving to. It was more so like, I think on for me, I need to be kind to myself by making myself feel good. So this is how I'm going to make myself feel good by giving. Um, And I'm one to like feel kindness reflecting off on my kids makes me feel like I've done kindness unto others like to teach them to be kind to others help makes me feel like I've been kind and that's another thing I think is just super special as a parent is to see how your actions are reflected off of on your kids and how they treat others and I think that's just as a gift to yourself as to do better for your, for others and it will be better for you. Yes. It's so reciprocal. It's, it's a, you know, I call it a ripple effect and yeah. And we've talked about it on, Oh, it's so funny. It's come up on every podcast and, and it's so true. I mean, we're making ripples. Which one are you going to make today? And, and right. as you're sending out goodness, like you said, into the world via yourself or your children, it's coming back to you many fold, you know, over and over. Right. Well, I have a question for you, if that's okay. Oh, yeah, that's fine. So the other day, I felt very human and was in the Walmart checkout, and there was a man behind me, and he had all of his items up on the the belt and was ready to check out, and it just kind of seemed like I was getting a weird vibe. And he stood up out of this wheelchair and said, started swearing and said, Oh, I lost my wallet. I, I got to go find it. Mm. And it just kind of seemed really fishy to me. Like I was like, okay, do I pay for this man's groceries or do I just kind of let it go? Right. And 
I'll tell you what I did, but I'm wondering what you would have done if you would have felt kind of like a funky vibe thinking that you were kind of being set up like is this the world testing me and my kindness or (laughs) is this guy just kind of you know fishing for me to fall in a scam you know what I mean yes and it's hard sometimes so what would you have done you know I I will tell you that I have kind of been in that a similar situation and I really tend to trust my instincts Yes. If I overwhelmingly feel like it's, you know, somebody that, um, if I'm getting the vibe, like you said, that this is not on the up and up, I usually trust my instincts. And I may have said, you know, can I take you to go get your wallet? Or can I run to the car for you? Something like that, rather than paying for his things. Right. And I know there have been times when, for example, I remember one time when there was a person on the side of the road at an intersection and, and I just didn't really feel like they were that, I hate to say it, but that needy, they, it, it right. they weren't projecting neediness to me. They were projecting that they were standing there asking for help, but not yeah. necessarily. And so I just went to, through the drive through at McDonald's and I got a few burgers and some waters and I took them over and handed them to him. So it cut, you know, five bucks, yeah. I, I have three hamburgers and three waters or whatever, and gave them through the window. And I thought that may not be what they were asking for. They weren't asking for money, but I at least feel like I have helped them if they truly are hungry and thirsty. Yes. So, yes, I guess that. I like that. <laughs> so what did you do? <laughs> well, so I ended up walking away because in my gut, I, you know, I felt like I was being scammed and I was with my kids and I thought that there was a better opportunity to maybe display what I wanted to do um, elsewhere. Yes. And I couldn't stop thinking about it. And the whole way home, I just felt guilty that I didn't, I didn't pay for his things and it hurt me almost, you know, and it, it made me feel so guilty. And then I got a text from my mom this week and she texted me and said I just paid for this woman's groceries behind me and we she cried and I cried and I just felt this sense of like maybe that's what was supposed to happen was that moment with my mom maybe made me feel good yeah and it made me feel like thank you for doing that because I didn't do it and it made that situation that I walked away from I don't know why, but I felt better after she texted me (laughs) and said that she had done the same thing for somebody else. And it was just like, okay, well, (laughs) you know, there are some times when it's right. And sometimes when it just doesn't feel right. And I have to just be aware of it because there's, there is so much kindness that you can spread, but you also can't give more than what you are able at the same time, emotionally or financially. So I think the best point we have to bring out of this, I think what this really boils right down to is what you said earlier is if it makes you feel good and it feels right, then you should do more of that. And that will make others feel, you know, it just keeps reciprocating. I think if it doesn't feel right, don't do it. Yeah. You know, I think this is a perfect example of that is, is it didn't feel quite right. It felt a little scammy. And, and so I think he did the right thing. And, you know, hopefully, hopefully he 
really forgot his wallet and he went and got it and everything <laughs> yes. was great. I do hope for the best. I really like, it's just one of those things where you just question, is the universe testing me today? Yes. I don't yes. <laughs> I felt that many times. I have, mm-hmm. I have felt that many times. And one time I'll tell you a real quick story. I felt that way that, you know, I was just not feeling quite right about this. This um, guy was standing on the outside of the road and he wanted something and I all I had in my vehicle was water and there just wasn't anywhere close to get so I had a water bottle that wasn't and it was very hot that day and it wasn't open and so I went to hand it through the window and he's like really that's it and I thought you know what I'm glad I only had the water (laughs) yeah yep yep sometimes it's just not what you give it's how it's given you know yes and how it's received as well absolutely absolutely (laughs) so yeah that's great um what do you think the world needs more of Alyssa well I think you can agree with me in saying that they the world needs more peace and understanding and to my biggest I guess preach on this would be to just let things go. Don't hold grudges. Grudges hurt yourself more than they hurt the person you're holding it against and just kind of breathe and move on. I mean, there's a quote that goes, we're both quote people, obviously. And there's a quote that goes along with that. That says holding a grudge is like um, drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. (laughs) Yes. That's very, that's very insightful. And I think um, that helps my point exactly I just think that if we had more people being able to just take a breath and let go of what someone else made you feel without you know just letting it go think about how many confrontations would be resolved and how many things could just be talked through with you know respect rather than you know hate being held against people for really sometimes no reason right Um, but it's just it's so much bigger than the issue to just kind of be able to step back and let go of what's not serving you in a good way yes absolutely how do you think we make that happen more peace and understanding in this world I mean what can we do what can our listeners do Well, I think it's kind of how we started just to spread more love and positivity. The more you give, the more there will be in the world. Um, If you listen before you're speaking and respect other other people and, you know, telling your kids to stand up against those who are doing wrong and starting it in our youth by acknowledging big emotions and little emotions. Yeah. And. I think it's, it's kind of like a summary of everything we just talked about, you know, giving what you would like to be receiving as far as, you know, respect and love and understanding, because you always want others to treat you a certain way when the way you would be treating others may not match that sometimes. Right, right. So true. Yes, I totally agree with that. It, have you had any random acts of kindness given to you recently? Oh, yeah. Um, I think <laughs> this week, I, you know, I think I told you I kind of had a weird week. And yeah, I had um, one of my daycare moms. I run with her a couple mornings a week and we talk on, you know, the regular. And I had 
let her know that I was reaching a milestone in my running. And she just randomly brought me a Yeti mug and was like, congratulations on reaching your thousandth mile or whatever. And it was just like something so small. And it was just, it made my entire day. It was just so kind and thoughtless and, and she did, or thoughtful, sorry, not thoughtless, (laughs) but she just like understood something that was important to me and it had nothing to do with her and helped me celebrate it. Yeah. I, so, I know exactly what you mean. I had given to me, I, I came home the other day and there was three packages from Amazon, <laughs> two that I had, <laughs> or two, or in the mail anyway, two that I had ordered and then an extra one. And I'm like, well, what's that third one? And here it was a notepad and a coffee mug that had my new Uplift Universe logo on it. It's so special. And said Tammy for a change on it. And it was just, you know, it was like you said, it was a little thing, but it was huge to you. Yes. Made all the difference. And something so small but so thoughtful can just make such a difference in your day. Oh, absolutely. And just acknowledging to others what you see is important to them and make it important to you too. Just for a moment, it can change, you know, another person's attitude by a million and it's so small and it's just part of those things like you said celebrating the small things just keep doing that and more will be spread throughout Absolutely. even if it's you know eye contact we can all do that right yeah yeah that's great <laughs> something little what, I love that what do you personally um, want to see as the biggest change in the world Personally, I just think that organic peace from the beginning, just no more anger and to be able to just be productive and communicating and, you know, to stop pointing the fingers on who is to blame and let's just solve the problem together. Yeah, I just think that it's just great. so important to have peace and understanding in the in the world. Absolutely. I love that. Do you have any questions for me? Well, I don't know. I'm just kind of like excited that we got to talk about things that we're both kind of passionate about. And even though we've known each other for a couple years now, it's kind of fun how it just kind of came together like this. And I'm super proud and excited for your podcast and what's to come next for you. Thank you so much. I I just really want to acknowledge you Alyssa because for so many reasons you're you're running for being a marathoner I mean that's so huge and I was so glad I got to be there and witness it (laughs) I was excited for you too I was like you were the first person I saw and I just was giddy inside because I'm like oh they totally did not have to come and you were there and I just couldn't help but smile and it's just so awesome to see you guys supporting me and like in a way that you have no idea, like oh, how you helped me through that, you know? We loved it. It was, it was amazing. And I, I like you, it's one of those things as we're talking about all of these goodness that we can spread into the world. It was one of those things that I kind of feel like it goes right along with what we're talking about because it was a small gesture showing up. It wasn't, it wasn't anything big. We were acknowledging, you know, you, we said small gestures, acknowledging others, celebrate the yes. small things 
reflect on accomplishment, you know, celebrate Mm -hmm. the victories and, and all of those things will come back to you as you do those for somebody else. And that's how it felt that day was being there for you is, you know, an uplift for us just to see you do that. And, (laughs) and it's amazing to me how you looked as good at the end as you did when you started I just couldn't believe it you're just smiling and giving thumbs up and laughing and talking to your kids and it was just it's a celebration it's just the celebration you have to like embrace the suck sometimes yes it hurts (laughs) yes it burns but you have to reflect back like every single run that you had up until this point this is what you came for it's supposed to be hard, you know, yeah. it's supposed to be, if, if it was easy, everyone would be out here right now. You're right. But you know, that's, that's a great point to share about so many things that you don't have to be a runner to feel like something's in your world sucks. Yeah. But like you just said, embrace the suck. And yeah. Then, <laughs> and then what can I do with it? What can I, what, yeah, good can exactly. come of this? you know, what good can Learn. come of something that's not the greatest thing in the world. You know, we've all been in dark places and we've all been in places that weren't, if we could choose, we definitely wouldn't have been there. Yeah. And what can we do? What can we do with that? The only thing you can really do in some of those instances is embrace the suck and and see what you can make good come out of that thing. Exactly. Exactly. And move on. Let it go. If it's not serving you anymore, Keep it moving. Yeah, I love that. And so going back to acknowledging, I want to acknowledge you for that. I want to acknowledge you for just being a great parent and a great provider for your daycare kids because you you can see it through and through all of them. They're so happy and well-adjusted and and just they get along so well. There's not a bunch (laughs) of fighting. I think, you know, I go back to you saying you want more peace and and. Um, understanding in the world and it just feels like that happens in your home and in your daycare yeah well I mean it's it's what you make it if you want it to be sucky by all means it will be sucky (laughs) but if you want it to be a wonderful day then you do what you have to do to make it a wonderful day yeah and that means you know celebrating everything and you know like you said you just have to embrace life and smile a little bit yeah absolutely (laughs) do you have anything you'd like to add Alyssa I don't think so I think I've said everything that I would wanted to share and I just want to say thank you Tammy for asking me to join you tonight I was super excited and I'm so glad me to have you here thank you so much for saying yes thank you for having me I appreciate it all right well Again, I just think you're wonderful and I appreciate you being here and thanks for being part of Tammy for a Change. Thank you. I look forward to listening to the rest of your episodes. Thanks so much. All right. All right. Bye, Alyssa. Bye, Tammy. Thank you so much for listening to Tammy for a Change. We hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we enjoyed making it. Please subscribe to us, Tammy for a Change podcast. Like us on Facebook at Uplift Universe and check out our page at www.upliftuniverse.com. Let's create a community of people who are the change we wish to see in the world and lift each other up, up, up.